I'm here today with John Burrell, a very successful African-American athletic trainer who's worked at the NFL professional level and now works as an independent athletic trainer uh, doing a multitude of uh, service to athletes and uh, people in our community. So I wanted to give you a chance during Black History Month to tell a little bit about what you do, what your career path has been, um, just any kind of inspiration that you'd like to give to, uh, to anyone who uh, is interested in this very interesting profession. So welcome, John. Well, well thank you and uh, thank you, you for extending an opportunity to, uh, to share during this, uh, this time of Black History Month, but always and to remember throughout the entire year as we celebrate the achievements of uh, Afri African-Americans in many fields, but particularly uh, athletic training. For me, my humble beginnings uh, started in, in high school, uh, wanting to, not being big enough to play uh, football or, or contact sport, but uh, wanted to have that passion to be around uh, sports. And so my uh, high school football coach, uh, he came to me and said, hey, maybe we'll be able to help the team out another way. And my first introduction about sports medicine, athletic training, was attending a Back in the day, would it be this famous Kramer workshops that happened around the country? And but the University of Southern Mississippi offered a student athletic training workshop, and they had a beginning and a moderate and advanced athletic training workshop. So it was just building that foundation of each year in high school attending athletic training workshops to uh, build a great foundation to move from. High school, and that's where I wanted to go to school to attend uh, college at the University of Southern Mississippi. And getting into the athletic training uh, curriculum program uh, there, and then have an opportunity to go on and work on my master's at Southeastern Louisiana University in Hammond, Louisiana. And then and working as, as a summer assistant athletic trainer, uh, going in college and, and, uh, and graduate school with the Atlanta Falcons. So just that foundation build is. I definitely would would encourage anyone who has an opportunity to want to get into the field and and being able to stick with it, knowing those career paths, being exposed, and someone is going to be able to extend a helping hand out to you to uh, to fulfill that dream if you want to stick with it, and and that was key and that was important. I never had that uh, inclination that I wanted to work in the NFL. What I wanted to do was be an athletic trainer, and where you'd be able to get that job was it in. Uh, high school ranks uh, in the clinic or collegiate. That's where the most jobs are. The, being able to get a job uh, in our profession, there's 32 NFL teams. There's only so many jobs there. But there are a lot of high schools. There are a lot of college and universities and a lot of clinics that provide that worth that you can be able to work to uh, further your career. So that's where the market is for our, uh, for our profession and to be able to do that. And, of course, in, in education. So uh, for me, never had a dream of working in the NFL. It just fell in my lap. And I, maybe that's a unique story that a lot of people have, but it just really did fall into my lap from that opportunity of having internships and working. Um, first applying for a summer assistant athletic training internship, uh, I did with the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, Don, the head athletic trainer, I forgot his last name, the most motivating thing that I had every summer was to pull out that letter that he wrote me saying that I wasn't going to be able to be accepted to work a Dallas Cowboy training camp as a student athletic trainer. And I would pull it out every year to remind myself they said no. So I wanted to continue to work hard to get a yes. So those types of motivational things were extremely important when you are looking at that career path that you want to take. Very good. Yeah, it took me 
five requests before I ever even got the opportunity to be a student athletic trainer. And that so persistence has got to be there for for all of us. Uh, we have some outstanding uh, African-American athletic trainers uh, in the in the college professional ranks. But who who would you say have kind of been some of your role models or people you've really looked up to uh, in the profession? Yeah. You know, uh, when you look at uh, athletic training uh, for me as an African-American, there's not there weren't a lot of many uh, African-American athletic trainers in the NFL or the college. But for me, the family, I call it that, that family athletic training, because we're all in it together. And if you're working hard, no matter what that skin color is, uh, you're going to, the cream rises to the top. Your your work ethic is your resume to get that next opportunity, because they know you're going to work hard. You're going to put in the time. You're going to be dedicated to the profession. So you have to understand what the dedication to the profession is. And when you have that, uh, the sky's the limit. Uh, the opportunities can can be there because you're going to work hard to do what you need to do. And uh, after I did get in there and seeing Ronnie Barnes, the head athletic trainer of the uh, New York Giants, and he still is today, was one of those individuals when he became the head athletic trainer in the 1980s. And for a very long time, almost 10, 15 years, almost 20 years before there was another athletic trainer of color that worked in the NFL as an assistant, not long just becoming the head athletic trainer uh, of a team. And so for me, those great, unique opportunities uh, came there, uh, you know, moving to Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, the story is for me, uh, I have an opportunity with the Jacksonville Jaguars as, a, as an expansion team. I did not know or never met uh, Mike Ryan, who was a head athletic trainer at that time. There were uh, 200 individuals who applied for the three, the two assistant position jobs. It went from 200 to 20 from 20 to five, and then from five to two. I was one of the two athletic trainers that started the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, and worked there as in our inaugural year until I left to become the uh, head athletic trainer of the Washington Redskins when uh, Joe Gibbs came back out of retirement to you know, lead the Redskins organization at that time, now the commanders. So those opportunities uh, came and were with me due to the hard work, the reputation of putting in the time and uh, attending, uh, you know, different conferences and meetings and someone can see my work and know my work ethic. And so uh, the importance of being able to be pushed to say, hey, he's ready to be able to do that job. So, uh, you know, great inspirations. But the 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 field of athletic training, if you're going to work hard and put in the time, your work is going to carry a long way. Right. You made some excellent points there. I think one of them was that uh, your your work is your resume. Uh, your work ethic is your resume. Uh, you've got to be willing to put in the time, the effort, uh, the devotion to the profession. Um, people look at a lot of the glitz and glamour, but this is what athletic trainers do is a lot behind the scenes. And yet they're always prepared for whatever may happen. And we've seen that in uh, some recent episodes in, in, in the NFL and that it's getting in the right uh, programs, putting ourselves out there to uh, get the opportunities, get the experience, uh, networking with people, and getting to to uh, learn where the opportunities are. And they are there in the high school setting, collegiate setting, and in the uh, professional setting, and in a variety of different type of work settings it is these days. So a lot has changed over the years. And uh, I think the, the opportunity 
to honor uh, our African-American brothers uh, that are working in the profession is great. Uh, they're doing and making a great impact throughout the, the, uh, the country and the work setting. And uh, we appreciate all this being done. So, John, we thank you for being with us today and continued success in all you're doing. And we'll look forward to uh, hearing great, great, a lot of great more stories in the future. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So thank you today for joining us on the Youth Sports Safety Update produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program. Learn more about JSMP at jaxsmp.com. My name is Jim Mackey, a certified athletic trainer and uh, your host and producer today. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you in the near future on the Youth Sports Safety Update.